The Squiz is a free weekday email and podcast where your shortcut to being informed. Our weekday podcast is brought to you by ComBank. ComBank's Start Smart program is designed to change the way young people think about finance. To find out more, check out startsmart.com.au. Good morning, I'm Claire Kimball. And I'm Kate Watson. It's Wednesday the 15th of July. In your Squiz today, coronavirus by numbers. Ghislaine Maxwell pleads not guilty. New Zealand's opposition gets a shake-up. And getting creative in lockdown. This is your Squeeze Today. There were 284 new coronavirus cases here in Australia yesterday, Claire, which means there have been more than 10,000 cases since the first were detected here in February. 7,600 of those have recovered from the virus. However, yesterday, two more deaths were recorded in Victoria. And health officials are looking at active cases to increasing to more than 2,000 in Victoria. That, of course, is a big turnaround in that flattening of the curve that we saw in April and May uh, with that spike of cases in Victoria and also concerns about what's happening in New South Wales. On that outbreak in New South Wales, Claire, we've seen other states react. You can get us across that. And there were queues for more than a kilometre as passengers waited to get tested in southwestern Sydney. Yeah, lots of people have been advised by the New South Wales government and health officials there to get tested if they've been in some locations, particularly at a pub uh, in Kasula. Uh, as you say, Queensland has reacted by banning residents from the Campbelltown and Liverpool areas from crossing their border. And South Australia yesterday said that it's going to delay the easing of travel restrictions for those from New South Wales and the ACT. Uh, in reaction to what's happening there. So that's a quick summary of where we're at here in Australia. What about around the world? Cases are increasing at a very rapid rate across the world. The United States is heading back into lockdown uh, and imposing restrictions in some big states. California, Florida, Texas are three of those that are reinstating restrictions. When you look at Asia, uh, the slowing of the reopening of their economies is happening. Singapore yesterday said that it's in a recession Uh, It's experiencing its biggest economic contraction on record. And also when you look to Europe, there's waves of new cases, particularly in Eastern Europe. And for those wondering what's happening in the UK, they are gradually easing their lockdown restrictions, though lots of talk about how their economy might recover. Ghislaine Maxwell-Claire is Jeffrey Epstein's ex. She was arrested earlier this month over accusations she was complicit in the trafficking and abuse of girls as young as 14 years old. Overnight, she appeared in court for the first time. Yeah, she's pled not guilty in that hearing. Her team asked for bail of more than $7 million, but that's been rejected because the prosecution says that she's an extreme flight risk. She holds passports to several countries. Uh, If she is found guilty in a trial that's set to take place in a year's time. She could be jailed for up to 35 years. Lots of talk this week also about the death of Naya Rivera, one of the stars of the hit TV show Glee. I wasn't a Glee fan. I didn't ever get into Glee, but plenty of people really did revere her as a very talented performer. What seems to have happened, authorities say, is that she was swimming in a lake with her four-year-old son. They had hired a boat to go out on that lake and it 
is possible that she's got caught up in a current and she mustered enough energy to push her four-year-old son back into the boat, authorities say, but she has drowned by the looks of things. To global politics and the US has formally declared that most of China's disputed territorial claims to the South China Sea are unlawful. This move ups the ante somewhat. It does. It really is part of this uh, US and China going at each other. US Secretary of State Mike Pompeo has called China's claims to that South China Sea area completely unlawful. There's lots of concerns that during this coronavirus period, Beijing has really pushed further into that South China Sea area and laid claim to some of the natural resources there. Claims by various nations to the South China Sea is a big ongoing issue. We have a squeeze shortcut available to step you through the competing claims to this very lucrative trade route. We also have a squeeze shortcut on Huawei, the Chinese telecommunications company that's been banned from rolling out 5G networks here in Australia, in New Zealand and in the US. Now, Claire, the UK has followed suit. They had originally allowed Huawei to participate in some of their rollout of their 5G mobile network, but that decision has been overturned overnight. The digital secretary there, Oliver Dowden, says that mobile providers will be banned from buying new Huawei 5G equipment after the end of this year and any Huawei kit that's already installed in their networks needs to be removed by 2027. And it's always good to know what our mates over the ditch are up to. So to New Zealand's politics now, the opposition leader there, Claire, has stepped down, significant given they have an election coming up on the 19th of September. Yeah, not a lot of time to muck around with there. The National Party leader, Todd uh, Muller, he has only been in the role for several weeks. It's not a long time that they've got now to get reorganised with a new leader that they need to select as soon as possible. Todd Muller said he's stepping aside for health reasons. He said, the role has taken a heavy toll on me personally and on my family, and this has become untenable from a health perspective. Fun fact, Jacinda Ardern only became opposition leader a couple of months out from her election in 2017. So it's a scenario there that people aren't unfamiliar with. And I know you're a bit excited about this next one, Claire. We previewed in the podcast yesterday that historic letters between the Queen and Sir John Kerr, the Governor-General at the time of Gulf Whitlam's dismissal in 1975, were to be released. They're out. What do they reveal? I've downloaded the PDFs. I can't wait to look at those on my iPad at some point on the weekend or those letters. There's 200 plus letters of back and forth and some other bits and pieces uh, relating to that chapter of history. doesn't seem to have really been a bombshell, although Monash University Professor Jenny Hocking, who'd fought long and hard for those letters release, uh, she seemed to think that it was a bombshell, that it did underline some concerns that certainly Republicans have about the way we relate to the UK for our system of government. But yeah, the palace has long said that it had nothing to do with the dismissal of Gough Whitlam and what the letters seem to bear out is that even though Kerr was a very chatty correspondent, he didn't ask permission and he didn't consult them on the move that he made to dismiss Gough Whitlam. One ABC article summed it up by saying the palace was definitely interested in the dismissal, but the Queen was not told. 
A quick message now from our podcast partner, ComBank. The Commonwealth Bank's Start Smart program has been designed to change the way young people think about finance. So if you're a Squiz parent, you might want to check out the Start Smart Parent Resources Hub. There you'll find a whole lot of short videos and fun activities that'll help give your kids the confidence and skills to make smart decisions about money. Head to startsmart.com.au and I'll pop that link also in your episode notes. Late last week, we told listeners about the Orbost nursing home that was asking their residents for life advice and posting it on Facebook. Now, an aged care home in the UK, which has been in lockdown for four months, have been recreating iconic album covers. Yeah, the oldies are having a really good time at the moment, it looks like. Certainly in some facilities where they have creative people around them. And uh, at this aged care home, one of the um, people that work there has got them organised to recreate these classic album covers and the results are really stunning I was very impressed very impressed they all feature in them I'll pop a link to check those out in your episode notes so you can easily take a look Whilst we're on album covers, each day the subject line of the Squiz Today email is a song lyric that relates to a news item. You tell me today's is a little obscure, Claire. (laughs) I bet you rolled your eyes with that. Uh, Honky Chateau was the first album of Elton John's to become a number one album in the US. That happened on this day in 1972. So I've gone for the classic lyric from that album, Get Back Honky Cat. All right, there we go. Well, it does relate, I guess, kind of to a news item today. I'll take it. I'll accept it. Thanks. I think that's probably all from us today, though. We will chat to you tomorrow. The Squiz is a free weekday email and podcast. We're your shortcut to being informed. Sign up at thesquiz.com.au. This week, our podcast is brought to you by Aware Superb. Sometimes it can feel like retirement is a long way off, but whether it's two years or 20 years away, it's important to make sure your super fund is working for you. Aware Super is one of Australia's largest super funds and offers heaps of free tools and tips on its website for Aussies looking to get their super sorted and put a plan in place for their retirement. Read the PDS and TMD at aware.com.au.